0: Hi, I'm David C. Johnson, and I'm your guest today on Music Studio Live. Coming up on this episode of Music Studio Live. But you could look down four city blocks, and it was people all the way out to the horizon. laser beams. With laser beams. (laughs) (laughs) So I I had the progression, and I loved it. It was beautiful. But then uh, certain people in my family started getting sick, and they started passing away.
1: Oh, (laughs) folks, the big reveal. (laughs) That's it. Rolling.
2: (laughs) Here we go. Hi, guys. My name is Dara. I'm a drummer and producer, and I started a podcast with my friend Sarah called Music Studio Live. Together, we talk with singer songwriters and music makers about all things related to music. We hope you enjoy the show, and here we go. Hey, guys. Welcome to Music Studio Live, Episode 5 with our guest David C. Johnson and I'm Daryl Nutt.
3: And I'm Sarah Hattaka.
2: That was so robotic of me. (laughs) It (laughs) was. I'm Daryl Nutt. How's that? Anyway, uh, David C. Johnson is a friend of ours, Mm -hmm. um, but he's also uh, nationally known. He's a bass player for four-time Grammy-winning singer Aaron Neville. And he's uh, his musical director, pseudo-musical director. He pretty much Runs the show at rehearsals and stuff like that. But he's also a local musician in our neighborhood, and he is a songwriter. He has a few albums out, uh, one instrumental and then one with uh, some love songs, songs about you and me. I'll mm-hmm. put it up on the screen during the episode. But um, we did talk to David about uh, – his. He, had, he suffered some losses in his family, uh, many around the same period of time um, from illness. And just recently, I had a enlightenment of sorts because my mom had major surgery um, a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time I went through that. I was in the hospital in the morning and and she had to bring a copy of her will. And, and, you know, major, they drug her majorly. I mean, she was out in literally 40 seconds. Isn't that crazy? And she had to sign some papers after about 20 seconds. And the nurse was like... uh, did you give her that? Because she needs to sign this and mom was like, what? Oh man. <laughs> but anyway, uh, mom came out of the surgery great. So don't worry about that. She's she's recovering now and she's doing great. But during that time, I really realized how important life is. I've never been Absolutely. through anything major except for my my stepfather dying and my real father dying. But never That's pretty major, Daryl. But yeah, but I wasn't with them right, during a right. it was they were sudden. They weren't, you know, it wasn't anything where I could be in the middle of it exactly, and just after her surgery, like a week later, uh, was Christmas, and wow. I really enjoyed the three hours of uh, talking with mom, my uncle, um, my girlfriend, and her mm-hmm. mom, and we just sat on the porch and talked about my grandparents, about life, about music, right. and that was the best Christmas present That's I could awesome. ever have gotten. And it really, it it made me like, I'm going to stop and smell the roses now. You know, that's, it's silly to say that, but it's something that really touched me. I'm I'm tearing up a little bit.
3: (laughs) Well, it's true. You, you tend to go through life not really... Thinking about these things. No, types go, go,
2: go, make money, make money, yeah. blah, well, blah, it's blah. Yeah, go,
3: go, go. And then there's also kind of that I don't know, I, I guess I want to call it a denial kind of aspect of the whole thing. That's true, where, too. Where, you know, we're, we just feel like we're super, superhuman in yeah, a way. Yeah. And that nothing will ever happen. And then when it does. Well, about four years ago, I went th-
2: through some medical stuff. Yeah.
3: And I
2: was more scared for my mom than I was crazy? for me yeah. during that time. Yeah. Um, I say um too much. I just realized that again. Um, I'm sorry about the um, ums. Um um, 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 I'm trying to work on the ums. <laughs> but how that relates to David is he has always been a, a very vibrant personality, a uh, lover of life. Right. and
3: Maker of faces.
2: Maker of faces. Plenty of faces. He is so... It's natural. It's just what he does.
3: I need him to teach me some faces because... <laughs>
2: Maybe that'll be a funny blooper reel, just yeah, exactly. a collection of all David's faces. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't mind. But he, because he he did suffer all the family members um, passing away right. in a short period of time. Now, I, uh, we did talk about that, and that probably did make him uh, more of a lover of life.
3: Right. When you well, go and writing came from it. Well, he wrote as well. he wrote
2: the song that we, one of the songs we perform for you guys is uh, called Home. Right, And it's it's written about that section of his life.
3: Well, and we talk about this, too. It's much easier to write music when you are in a difficult spot in in a darker place sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's how many
2: breakup songs are there in the world? I know. That's the (laughs) thing. 20 million.
3: (laughs) It's really difficult to write when you're happy.
2: I have. Yeah, I have some friends. I won't say who they are. But one of their albums is on the wall over here. Mm-hmm. But she's been happy for about five or six years, and she has written any songs at all. So she funny. has not written anything because she's happy,
3: <laughs> right? I know I have the same problem. I have. Yeah, to you just, haven't written anything. In, I haven't in really a couple,
2: couple months at least. It's
3: funny. So I try, and I'm like, this is not me right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so guys, um, thank you for watching. Uh, Episode five, where we made it to five. Wow, I know, that's, that's awesome. crazy.
3: It's really amazing. And don't forget to subscribe to us, please.
2: Please, so. our YouTube channel. We don't have a channel name yet because we need a thousand subscribers to, in order to have a name. Okay, come on, guys. But you can go to musicstudiolive.com and learn about our YouTube channel and our Facebook page and our Patreon. You can become a uh, backstage pass holder. which which, which, cool. which means you get access to any bonus songs that we record for the for the all the different episodes mm-hmm. um blooper reels photo galleries silliness goofy things that we that do stuff. um yeah so be sure and go to patreon.com slash music studio live
3: awesome
2: and we hope you enjoy this episode yep you're tuned into music studio live
0: well hello david johnson well, hello guys. David Hi. David C Johnson. David C Johnson. Yeah, man. That's C with David a that's C J. with a C with a C. <laughs> um
2: I just want to tell the people that I've known David for 20 years or or it's better. Been, it's or better. Somewhere Yeah, maybe a little more than that. And uh we've done You're old. We're old. <laughs> You're on your way, dear. I know. <laughs> Nobody's getting any younger.
3: Ugh.
0: Nope.
2: Um I'll take it. But David and I have done countless, I'd say. Session work together. Yep. Several albums we played on.
0: Albums, yep. Uh, lots of live shows. Lots of live shows, lots of and bands.
2: And this uh, episode of Music Studio Live, uh, we're featuring David as a, I guess you want to say the all-around instrumentalist. Uh, how did you put it earlier? Uh, uh, complete uh, musician. Yes. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. your goal in life is to be a, co- I think you've achieved it, at least yeah, as far there. as I'm concerned.
3: You're
0: there. I'm still working, so that's, <laughs> that's saying something. That's good. They haven't fired me yet. And you are a songwriter, so you do fit yes. the bill for.
2: Yeah, but yeah. but but I think today I want to hit most on um, your, your, how you work in the studio. You're the musical director for Grammy-winning Aaron Neville.
0: Yeah, um, have been for how many years? Uh, I'm going on my uh, 2019 will be my 20th touring year. 20th I Whoa, year, I yeah. didn't
3: realize that.
0: Yeah, it's 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 gone by. You're going to learn a lot today, by the way.
2: Yay. We, you've yeah. known David for a while, but you haven't known David. Right. Yeah, I, right. I can
0: probably say I've enjoyed the longest tenure in the Neville family without being fired. <laughs> <laughs> Was there ever a chance you were going to get fired? Um, eh, no.
2: No? You never no. Punched, tried to punch Aaron? Who would try to punch Aaron? No. Uh, Rule number one, never like tick off He's the boss. He's a teddy bear. He's a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. But with Aaron, uh, I guess we'll start there. What a great gig to have. And, and how long were you with him before you became the musical director?
0: Um, well, musical director-ish, Ish? okay-ish. <laughs> um, well, do you lead rehearsals? Do you? Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of lead rehearsals. He always, I'm the go-to guy for like, what key is this in? What key did we do this in last? You know, well, you should, Dave. Be, Dave, right. Dave you know, we need a chord chart for this kind of thing. Right? You okay. Know. Cool what's the tempo for this you know that that kind of stuff you know awesome and you're great at that because i rely on you in the studio for that too Jeez. well I, i've been blessed with good recall in terms of you know i I can hear like a tape recording in my head so i can remember you know i can remember keys i can remember how fast or i can you know i can find that you know that that sweet spot of where the tempo should be as cool. far, so
3: yeah that's awesome yeah that's amazing now have you always had that I think so. Just yeah. just
0: because of how much I've listened to music all my life, Interesting. I just because of my recall, because of my perfect pitch, it kind of just I just kind of have a snapshot because of, of
2: my perfect pitch. I love that.
0: Well, it's it, it, that's the biggest gift that I was given. I think yeah. is my ability to hear and my ability to recall things in my head. I, I, that's that's the only natural ability i think i have everything else is is learned is learned Interesting. yeah yeah as far as you know the the musical all that other stuff learning instruments and all that other stuff came just from hard work just by just wanting to catch up to what i can hear okay
2: let's go back a little bit okay you grew up in detroit
0: yes and
2: actually i have a photo here on my ipad that i'll share with the people this is a little Davy Johnson.
0: That is
3: 1981. You 1981. look tiny with
0: that I, bass. Yeah, I was, I was a scrawny little guy. Yeah, my my body had to catch up to my my hands and my feet. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: 1981, you would have been how old?
0: I was 13. Okay. I was 13. That was my first band. Uh, the wow. Band, 13. Band expansion. Yeah. Wow. And, and that was that was my first paying gig at that time. That was that Lefty's really? Partyland Lounge in Detroit. <laughs> and we played there on the weekends, man. And I was still in middle school at that Yeah, I was in eighth grade. Yeah, so.
3: How old were the other band members?
0: Oh God, yeah. Oh, 40s. there was.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I was no, no, no. no. Those those reason. guys,
0: uh, the drummer, who was my brother-in-law, was in his twenties. The, the keyboard player was in his late twenties. The, the guitar player was probably twenty-one or twenty-two. And wow. we had, when we had a guy that played congas, and he was, I think, just out of high school at like eighteen or something.
2: Cool. Like that. So this cool. is demonstrating your start.
0: Yeah. Uh, these were all guys from my block, except with the exception of my, my brother-in-law on drums, oh, who, who cool. was my inspiration yeah, cool. to play bass initially, because he, he was a bass player as well. But in that band, he played drums. And sometimes we would switch off.
2: Now, tell us about this picture
0: in that, the beginnings is of is the that David you C. The Johnson. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Not at that time, no. That's <laughs> 1994, and that's, that's New York City at a place called La Barbat. That was a band, What well, they call them club date bands yeah. in New York. But, you know, kind they're, of a wedding band, Yeah. Event band. Dance. Yeah, event band, yeah. And that was a band called Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit. Yeah, and uh, Pictured is the uh, lead singer, co-leader of the band. That's Lisa Michaels singing, and that's uh, the late Marty Kursick on saxophone. Oh. Uh, Marty Kursick was a guy who was very well-known uh, musician in, in the New York City area. There's a lot of affluent people in that band. The drummer who you can't see oh. in that is Brian Dunn. Who currently plays with Hall of Notes. I was gonna say, I what? know that name. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. And then before that, he played with the average white band. He's in the Live From Daryl's house, too. Yes, yes. That yeah, great yeah. group. That that Brian Dunn. And he wow. was just as amazing back then as he is that's now. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, crazy. Wow. And the keyboardist from that group, uh, his name is Michael Rashuti, who was the he's the uh, musical director for Patty Austin. Oh, wow. So it's a lot of heavyweights that came from that band. Yeah. We were you know, we were all in our twenties. Including yourself. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah to I mean, us you're a heavyweight. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I lost a few pounds.
2: <laughs> um, I'm showing these pictures and talking about your past a little bit uh-huh. because. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, this one. You've met some cool people. Let's see who if it'll display.
0: and Who is this young fella? That's Mr. John Oates right there. Yeah, man. And I, I, I came to that concert because, uh, <laughs> because Brian gave me tickets to the show. Oh, oh wow. Well, there yeah. you go. Segue. Yeah, yeah there yeah, cool. yeah, well, they go. Yeah, because they came to Barbara B. Mann, and uh, I got you know got to meet them backstage, and uh, just, cool. I thank those guys for still doing it, because, you know, those guys have been around for 40-plus years, yeah. man. They could just sit at oh, home and yeah. collect royalty checks. Yeah, I just yep.
3: recently saw them, actually. Yeah, but
0: talking to Daryl, I said, well, you know, we feel compelled to do it. I mean, we still got it in us to get this music out to
2: Great people. songs.
3: Oh, uh, so good. I mean, just... they
0: don't really know how to write songs. Mm. <laughs> And you don't you, you forget about the hits that these guys you wrote. do yeah you do. it's just one after the other and a concert like that it's amazing yeah and, and everybody's into it of all ages it's just good good music forever
2: now let's talk about this with Aaron Neville you did some oh, wow. TV work yeah this yeah is Martha Stewart Yeah, the
0: Martha Stewart show yeah and she was cool she was very cool yeah and a
2: question about being on TV what uh, what you were on Conan or what were some of the other shows you were on
0: we were on Stephen Colbert yeah. we were on uh, Letterman we were on the Today show. We were at Jay Little twice, once wow. inside, one outside. Oh, cool. Um, uh, CBS Sunday Morning. Um, that's cool. I've done a couple of TV shows, and I wanted to ask
2: you, I found that when you are playing music on a TV show, mm-hmm. that's the studios are way smaller than you think they are.
0: Super small, yeah. and ice. Cold. Ice cold, really? super
2: cold. Yes, oh, yeah,
0: I agree. yeah. Playing in, uh for um, well, Letterman. Well, Letterman and Stephen Colbert, because that, because that's both. I, 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 think we did Letterman, Letterman when oh, he was Ed still, Sullivan, right? Well, Letterman was still at the NBC studios okay. when we did him, just before he switched from NBC to CBS. But we, I played in the Ed Sullivan Theater for Stephen Colbert. Forty degrees in that place, yeah. man. Ice but 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 Letterman Studio was was that cold too. Yeah. What's well, they the have point? it. Well, they have it that cold for the for the lights for the lights. Okay. Because there's so many lights that they want to make sure that whoever's on camera is not sweating. That's the sweat. It's yeah. to keep the sweat oh. down. Yeah. And the host.
2: That's the yeah. The host so that so
0: host all. It's you know, never shiny and all that other yeah. stuff. So That's they keep really it ice cold. Yeah. Actually, huh. yep. So, they don't, so they don't have to constantly refresh hey. makeup and all that other stuff. <laughs>
2: uh i got no answer for that right. it's, hot, it's hot in here i'm sorry
0: uh a couple more here this is the legendary that's mr george duke that george is duke. he is one of my biggest idols man and i was oh man i'm just, i'm very very glad that i got to meet him at that time we were in allen germany at the time and that was a really really cool concert and i just i had no idea he was going to be there until we got there and we played the night before so I got to, um, or did he play the night before? He may have played the night before because we got there a day ahead of our yeah. show. So okay. I think he, I think yeah, because yeah, that that had to have been it because I saw his concert. Well, I was going to ask
2: you. I assumed he was one of your big influences. Um, you oh, major have a major 10. major influence. And yeah. the
0: other guy that was there was Umar Diodato, who was, oh. who was another great uh, jazz pianist and yeah. Uh, producer. Yeah. yeah, so I got to see both of those guys. Yeah, and the
2: last yeah. one is this not showing up there it is now this is david caught Ooh, in a pre-show like photo oh, yeah. <laughs> and what i wanted to ask do you do my is... do my
0: affirmation speech <laughs> i'm smart enough I'm <laughs> I and mean, darn it people like me
1: <laughs> what i wanted to ask you is
2: before you go on tv before you do the new orleans jazz festival before you do Something that's a little bit bigger than just a club you play on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. What is your routine? Is there a mental thing you do? Is there a prayer? Is there a warm
0: up? Um, a base warm up? You know, I, at this point with Aaron, I'm, I've I've done it for so long, and I've I'm so comfortable on those stages. I just, for some reason, I don't freak out anymore. I mean, because cool. we've we've played on stages where we were um, we were in Canada. I forget where we were in Canada, but we played in front of like a quarter of a million people downtown wow. where you could, they had us on a stage. I think it was the GM stage. I forget what, what festival it was, but you could look down four city blocks and it was people all the way out to the horizon. So you're, you're easily and you looking comfortable. amazing. And, and it's just like and you're on and I'm on stage with the Neville brothers. Yeah. 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 But, in, in, but you don't think about it, but the same thing with jazz fest. I mean, jazz fest, if you're one of the main stages, there's, you know, yeah. There's an audience of easily twenty five thousand people in front of you. Wow. And you know you're being televised, right? Because it's being filmed, right? And the, the first year that I did Jazz Fest, which I think was two thousand, that was, you know, that was telecast on VH one and, and all that other stuff. Wow. It, but, it, but cool. But just in the moment, it's just it's a gig. You you're, you're focusing on the music. You're, yeah. You right. know, you're not really thinking about who you're playing in front of. You just, well, I was
2: listening to a podcast with some actors and, and the guy said, you know, uh, sometimes I get interviewed and I'm like, are you afraid when you get ready to, when they say action, he goes, no, I'm afraid when my kids go to school, I don't know what's going <laughs> to <my> happen <laughs> to acting. Isn't I can do funny? right. acting as I got, I got, well, that's this. just
0: it. After, you, after you've done this for such a long time and you know, you're prepared. Then the when fear prepared, goes away. That's it. Yeah. But that, right. that's, that's the main thing is yeah. it's making sure that you're on your game. Well, in life, fear
2: is the worst thing that we have, right? Like that's the root it of is. pretty and we much do, everything. And we do that to ourselves. Yeah, we yep. really do. You know, it's
3: pretty optional. So,
2: you've been a sideman. You've been a musical director. You've been your own artist in several different uh, occasions where you do duos, you do singles, uh-huh. trios, um, uh, uh, larger bands, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it that you do as a studio musician, as a live musician? That helps support, um, like, say you went to a band for the first time. What's the first time you're listening for to help support them as a bass player?
0: As a bass player, as a musician, let's put it that way, and any instrument. I just, I just try to be a reactionary player. I just try to interject myself into whatever the situation is, and I don't, I don't think in genres. Obviously, well, obviously, you want to think, you want to have a reference to kind of go to. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with me being the kind of person, because I've been blessed to listen to a lot of great music and all kinds of music all my life, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and because of my recall, you know, and in me, in me having a certain knowledge of all the great rhythm sections from listening, because my education came from me listening to a lot of records. Sure. And me getting to know, just like, you know, we, we were big into who all the great studio guys the were. The studio guys, yeah. Right. Well, who played on what Who played on Artist's what records, yeah. yeah. And to me, that became a reference point, especially listening to, because I listen to drummers as much as I listen to bass players.
2: And I'm the same way I listen to
0: the other musicians. And that, and that way you have a, a go to. Like, if, I, if I'm playing with a guy like you, who I know you have like a Steve Gadd type influence, mm-hmm. then I know that I'm either going to play like Anthony Jackson, Gordon Edwards. Will Lee, yeah. any, anybody else who's pl- done a lot of sessions with yeah. Steve Gad? So I know how to fit that. Because our language is going to yeah. be similar, yeah, musically. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Rainey, whatever, whatever the case may be. So I, you know, so I, I said, well, that guy has that kind of feel, so I can kind of go this way. But you know, I've, I, I've taken all my references and I have put them into my own style. So
2: well, I've always found you to compliment the song and then shine when it's your time to shine. When it's a bass solo or a unison part or mm-hmm. something. But when, right. it's, when it's the verse of a song or the intro of a song, you're, you're letting it breathe. You let, it, let, it, let the song be the song. The
0: song be the song. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to play like you're trying to make a record, like you're trying to make it sound like a record. A group effort. Right. Yeah, it, it, it has to sound like a record. So you're not going to play as much on a record as you would live, live mm-hmm. you're going to embellish more because you're. People trying... want to see that too. Well, yeah, it's you everything's going to be more animated and, and, and on a larger scale. But yeah. for a song, you play what's required and you leave space for the totality of the music. Okay. You you just got to you just got to stay in your own little cub- cubby of the office, if you will. Yeah. Well, I'm
2: glad because you and I both think that way, and I'm sure. Well, you're you supposed to. <laughs> I mean, that's the
0: only way you're going to get called back, and nobody's yeah. going to want. I mean, you're not going to get the call to be. The solo guy. I mean, especially yeah. on bass. Right. I mean, yeah. we're we're the supportive instruments. <laughs> sure. they, they they want the bottom. They want the groove.
2: Yeah.
3: Yep.
0: So, um,
2: okay. Before we go, I do want to talk about the songs that we did today. Uh, one of them being, I just got to chill because I know this this song is amazing. It's a song called Home. Uh huh. And there's a specific reason that you wrote this song. Yeah. And uh, can you tell us what that was?
0: Well, this song it it originated. As just uh, just as an instrumental solo piano thing, I just I just came up with the chords and I just and I just loved the chords, but and this was in the early to mid '90s when I when I started messing around with this on the mm-hmm. piano. So I, I had the progression wow. and I loved it. It was beautiful, but then uh, certain people in my family started getting sick and they started passing away. Mm. Like uh, I lost my 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 aunt Addie. Who was my original inspiration to play piano? Because she was a she was a pianist, and oh, she, wow. yeah. So I so so my musical beginnings kind of came from her. Mm-hmm. I lost my aunt Addie, then I lost my my stepdad, mm. then I lost two uncles, mm. and then I lost my brother. And this was all within, I want to say, a five year span. Wow, wow, that's hard. Yeah. So by the time I lost my brother, and the, and these and I lost them all to illness, and some of them some of the illnesses were long term. Mm. So by that time, I still had the cords in my head, but by that time, the the message started to come to me. Mm-hmm. It, it almost became like an open letter to the, to the people that they were leaving behind. Say okay, from all of them, from all of them. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, I, you know, I'm free finally. I'm 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 not going to deal with any more pain, any more sickness. Yeah, man. I can I can finally go home, and you and you can release me. You, I love you. It's it's all good. It's fine. Everything's going to be all right. I'm I'm complete and whole now because I'm no longer trapped. My my soul, the the part of me that you love, my spirit is no longer trapped in a sick body. I can, mm-hmm. I can, I can give again because you know, when, when you're a giver of love and all this other stuff, and when you're no longer physically able to give yeah, because your body is not allowing that to happen anymore, once your spirit is released and you, you can, you can open up all new vibes for, for loved ones and, and everywhere
2: it's a great message to to Mm -hmm. the loved ones that they touched yeah when
0: they hear your song and and it it was closure for me it was closure for my mom and everybody else in my family right so yeah when those when those words finally started coming to me because you know because my brother's thing i had to you know i believe at that time i had to do a eulogy and things like that and then uh, my, my sister died and recently uh my wife tara and i we just lost a friend very suddenly she just and she was one of the healthiest people that we knew. She just wow. she just had a brain aneurysm and just went like that. Oh wow. my goodness, young woman, you know, our kids went to school together. Oh man, and you know she was married to her high school sweetheart and this, that, and the other, and uh, and it was just it, it shook us because it just lets you know that within a moment's time, no matter how healthy you are, no matter right. how good your life is, something can just can take you away at a moment's yeah. notice. As I get older that that's a daily thing I think about. Yeah, yeah, we're, and we're I you love mean, you guys. Yeah, well yeah. Well yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that, that should yeah. be said daily. Yeah, but yeah, but things things like that make you think about mortality and, and stuff like that. But uh Yeah, but home Home with Me was is just like an open letter, just 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 closure for people that's a, it's a wonderful song. It's a it's a very moving song. I it's probably my magnum opus. It's probably mm. my proudest achievement yeah. as a song right yeah.
1: I'll be free so don't you cry for me I'll be where I need to be I've had my fun my work here is done and now it's time I see a better way from me, a place in eternity, and I'll meet the one they call God's son who'll say to me. Oh. And wherever you may go, then life goes on. Go have your fun and smile for me. When I go home, say a prayer. I go home Don't shed a tear When I go home Just know that I love
2: For more information on David C. Johnson, visit his website at davidjohnsonmusic.com. Would you like to have access to extra songs from our guests, photo galleries, bloopers and outtakes, and behind-the-scenes footage? Well, you can. You can go to patreon.com slash musicstudio live and select the Backstage Pass tier. It's only $3 a month and you'll have access to every bonus feature from every episode that we have. So go now and get your backstage pass to Music Studio Live. That's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Music Studio Live.
3: This is Music Studio Live.
2: What I want to do is ask you three things Uh that if if somebody was watching this podcast or listening to the podcast... yes. What three things, if they wanted to follow in your footsteps and be a complete musician, I shouldn't use air quotes because That's that right. means it's fake, a complete musician. <laughs> with, uh, with laser beams. With laser beams. <laughs> <laughs> um, what three things would you tell them to, to just help them if they were in their 20s? Okay. So by the time they're in their 30s, what do they need to work on to become a complete musician?
0: Well, first and foremost, you need to learn how to listen. That's a great one.
2: Listening. I mean, what you're talking about, I have no idea what you're talking about because I was just interrupting you on
0: purpose. That's right. Not listen. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's it. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Respond to the person talking, either musically or even just verbally. Just learning how to listen Um, in any musical situation. Be very selfless and just try to interject or put yourself into the into the entire puzzle. Mm-hmm. you can't always force your will and to say well this is me this is what i do this is this is my jam this is yeah oh, that gets from quickly well y- y- you're going to have a brand you're going to have a signature thing that you do but you have to learn how to make that fit into whatever's going on
2: mm-hmm.
0: so no matter who you're playing with and so so you reach a point where you're not afraid to step on anybody's stage and just make music yeah get in get into the focus of just okay I'm, I'm going to make music, no, no matter what it is, no matter how simple, difficult, whatever it is, if it needs to be sad, glad, happy, whatever. Yeah. You just you make it what it needs to be.
2: So is that one or was that two? <laughs> That's one. That's one. Listen, 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 listen. listen, listen. What would two be?
0: Um, a lot of people don't think this is uh, necessary, but I, I'd say learn how to read music, learn how to write music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. especially if you're aspiring to be a studio musician, because that's really the only way you can quickly communicate with other musicians right. quickly. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. I mean, for what we did today, I mean, Sarah needed a chart of my music. I mean, the only way I can, if I can relate that to her without a rehearsal, I have to write a chart. Yep. Yep. So knowing yep. as she knows how to read music, that's how we communicate. And when exactly. we came together, everything came together. There was there was no issue of what it was. I mean, we work out the finer points here and there, but that, that gets rid of a lot of uh, having to spoon-feed people stuff, yeah. especially if you it's don't... It's a common language. It's a common exactly. language, yeah. It's a common way to communicate that everybody can understand. Okay.
2: And what would be three? Um, Listen, read music. Uh, don't
0: be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> be a nice guy. Be a nice guy. Or a nice guy. Well... And well, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, a lot, sure a lot of, sense. a lot of guys that I know say this, you can tell a lot about a person in the way that they make their music. Oh. If you're a selfless individual, it will reflect that in your music. If you're a self-involved person. Yeah. That'll reflect in a band situation yeah. because you won't, because you're, you're not going to be listening to everybody else. You're going to be up there going for what that it is, is that so you know. true. Yeah. And we've seen it. You I've, know? Done oh, gigs yeah. where, I've done gigs where I start playing and
2: all of a sudden there's no room. And it's like, okay, I'm going to play kick, snare, and hi-hat for three hours. Because mm-hmm. there's
0: nowhere to put anything <laughs> else. That, that's from the musical <laughs> side. But from the personal side, I mean, you have to be able to adjust to all different types of personalities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and so there's there's that, and you're gonna have people that are very low key, not saying much of anything, and a lot of a lot of high stressed, a lot of you know strong personalities. Mm-hmm. So y- you have to learn how to adjust to all of that, and uh, you got to be fr- forgiving. Forgiving, okay. To, for everybody, because everybody's everybody makes mistakes. Man. Yeah, that's true. Everybody oh, makes yeah. yeah, myself included. I'll be the first, you know. I'll I'll try to be the first to say that I'm sorry. So, you just, you know, some humility, being (laughs) humble. Being humble without being, you know, don't say, I suck. Nobody wants that. Right, right. Right.
3: Right.
2: Awesome. Well, those are three tips that we can give our viewers uh, for uh, being the complete musician. (laughs) One quick thing I wanted to do, because one of the things I really respect about you Mm -hmm. is – Uh, We get asked to play on singer-songwriter records sometimes. Uh And sometimes they have a a set of chords that uh, they might be sort of a novice to it. So they have the same chords over and over. And it gets to the chorus, and they're just singing a little bit different melody, but the chords are the same. And it kind of, as studio musicians and the producer will ask us to how can you guys uplift this record yep. without changing it too much, or yep. this song, rather. So I'd like you to demonstrate, if you don't mind. We right. have the keyboard here. Well, We're going to ask Sarah to play some chords and well, see how you can change
0: it well, I, and uplift I, it. I can show you a different uh, you know, kind of a way to kind of reharmonize stuff, and it's called reharmonization. Okay. Um, there's a couple of basic rules of thumb. With every major key, there's a relative minor key. okay. Which, you know, if you're in the key of C. As a drummer, okay, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, uh, if you're in the key of C, uh, there, there's another scale, there's a minor scale to that that has the exact same set, set of notes. It just yep. starts on a different note. Mm-hmm. Like in the key of C, you got C, D, E, F, A, G. I'm sorry, C, D, E, F, G, A, B. Then C again, C D E F G A B, right? So the sixth degree of that C D E F G A, that's your relative minor, mm-hmm. because you can start on A with the exact same notes, and it has a whole different sound. So demonstrate it, that. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna play a song, and it's gonna have three chords. Okay. okay. It's gonna have a C chord, C major, a G, and an F. And that's you know that that's a common progression. Yeah, you know, a, a lot of songs. Singer songwriter progression. <laughs> yeah, no, it's called a one five four. Yeah. Okay. So you have having you know, guitar players and keyboard and they'll write something like that.
2: Knock knocking on heaven's door.
0: I can't sing, by the way. I now mean- what you can do is you can turn it around. Instead of playing all the root notes in major. Right. You can play the minor version now. It's yeah. See,
1: That's so what I'm playing I'm the relative.
0: About. I'm, I'm playing the relative minors of each of each. Wow. So instead of it being C major, G major, and F major, now it's A minor, E minor, and D minor.
2: So if that was the chorus, you completely changed it up. Yeah. Then she's playing the same chords. Yes. That's
0: awesome. And you can you can go way beyond that as well. You can make it jazzier. Keep playing the same register and, and hear him change. Yeah. I'll go back to the original. That's C G and F. That seems gospel-y to me. Yeah, I, I went with a third. I. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. As somebody playing the same chords does that mess with you when he changes the
0: bass notes no
3: I mean not really it just makes me I it's
0: exciting it's exciting yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome yeah so now now I'm I'm, I'm going to the fifth am I'm, I'm kind of peddling Ride. the, the G- and then I play it, it leads to it yeah yeah and you can you can get way jazzier than that that's, too uh, but well, thank
2: you for demonstrating because yeah, I, I love really that cool.
0: feature that you're but it, it just, all of, a, all of a sudden, it just, it kind of wakes up the ears. It, it kind of perks Absolutely. up so like it's a change of color. Yeah. But yeah. There, but there's a million different ways that you can change all that stuff. Now,
2: and, guitar players can kind of do that, but boy, is it powerful when the bass does it. It's awesome.
3: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, it, it, that's kind of the fun part of being a bass player. You can be somewhat of the silent leader in the band because you can change the harmony. You can change up the rhythm. You're, you're in control yeah. of a lot in the yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. As long, as long as you know where to go, I mean, yeah.
2: And for the singer-songwriters out there that do write the same chords over and over because they're at a loss of how to change something up, yeah. sometimes, you know, checking out your bass notes, ask your bass player in your band to change. What can he do different? Sometimes right. that's all it takes to make a song
0: yeah. uplifting or, or darker. Yeah. You know, depending yeah, on... because something like that, if, you, if you're just vamping on that at the end, Mm-hmm. Just by changing at once, I mean, all of a sudden, yeah. it just it gives it that little extra lift. Yeah, it's like, ooh, ear candy, yeah, mm-hmm. just
1: from
2: that one thing. Well, awesome, David. Um, I is there anything you want to ask him about uh, before we, we? I was just say kind of here?
3: wondering how you got involved with somebody like Aaron Neville. What did you do? Did you audition?
0: No, um, uh, we all we all know uh, Mr. Michael Goods, who's, Michael Goods, a, who, who's, who's a local okay. local keyboardist. Keyboard yes. uh, he and I played in the Mambo Brothers for a long time with with Dennis Booth and all those and Billy Peterson oh, and wow. the late late Charlie Brent. Charlie, yeah. Now Michael is from New Orleans, okay. and he's a longtime family friend of the Neville Brothers because uh, his brother J.C. used to play trumpet with those guys. Oh, I
3: didn't years know ago, that. Years oh, ago, cool.
0: yeah, his older brother J.C. So he knew those guys. Okay, the Neville Brothers, they came to Artist Naples one year, and he went to go see them and went backstage and hanging out with everybody. And he found out then that they needed a keyboardist because their, okay. their current keyboardist was getting ready to leave to do her own thing. And so he was there. So they asked him because they, they knew he was a great keyboard sure. player from, from his years being in New Orleans. Also, the bass chair was getting empty, so he re- recommended me because he huh. knew that at the time I was doing a lot of New Orleans music Playing with the Mambo with the brothers. Mambo brothers, yeah. So he knew that I would be a quick study. That I was, you know, that I was, I, mean, I was, right. you know, I was, I had my stuff together. Yeah, and I, Didn't have it to worry worked. about any issues. I was a professional. So just on his recommendation, I got in with those guys. Cool. So I. I you know, and but, Michael still plays with Aaron. Yep, Michael. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they do a lot of duo shows these so days. So you spent a lot of time oh, wow. with Michael. That's cool. That you yeah, 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 for a long time. Yeah, I yeah, I've with him over half my life at this point. Yeah, oh,
3: my gosh. oh, it's
2: funny to think about stuff in those terms.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is really yeah. interesting. Actually, wow.
0: it's funny.
2: I ran into a guy the other day from Buffalo, and uh, I'm like, oh, cool. He'd been down here for like five months. He was a retired uh, professor at UB. Uh huh. And he he's like, how long have you been down here? And I'm like, I've been down here since. I've been away from Buffalo since '89, so I don't oh, even wow. know. If, can I say I'm from Buffalo at this point? It's <laughs> been yes. I've been away so many more years than I was there. You know. Any, anyway, interesting.
3: That is funny. Kind I, of interesting. I was yeah. also wondering, how on earth does Aaron Neville still sing? Pretty much exactly the same as he. <laughs> he's like seventy. Has. I know. he He's
0: seventy-seven what does he do? 97, 97 years old. He's seventy-eight in, in, in January. Oh uh, well, he works out and he yeah. sing, he says sing every day. Don't stop singing. And he is a pretty I I've
2: met him briefly once at one of your shows. Mm-hmm. He just seems like one of those just amazing spirits, just a great yeah. guy. Yeah.
3: yeah
0: he, you know, he the early, naturally a good yeah, person. The early part of his Existence, you know, he was a street guy. He was a street guy. Interesting. Yeah. He lived a very hard life. and Doesn't he have he,
2: like face tattoos to prove it or something? Yeah,
0: he's, he's done <laughs> yeah, time. I think so, yeah. He's done time and he was, yeah. he was a heroin addict, all of that. But he's like wow. a sweetheart now. Ran a, yeah, but you know, it, it, like he says, it, it took all of that to make him who he is yeah. today. Yeah.
2: Interesting. You know, so
0: he, so he found peace in a lot of things and he's, he's, he lives a good life with his wife and they have a nice little farm up, uh, cool. Yeah, in, uh, in the northern part of New York, just just, just north of the city. He oh, actually doesn't live too far from Daryl Hall, actually. I think they're, they're, they're oh, close to being neighbors. From where cool. the show was filmed? Yes, exactly. Oh, that's I love, cool. whenever they show it, it's like gray and stuff, and I love that, because mm-hmm. that's the fall. Right, yeah, that, that, right. That's Pauling, New York, I think, which okay. is probably 70 miles north of the city or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
2: upstate, to cool. where
3: I grew up. Interesting.
2: Not far
0: from where I grew up. I know there you go. exactly. Like, like six hours from where I'm from.
3: <laughs> what are we all doing here?
0: <laughs> ah, enjoying uh, the sun. Yes. And, well, enjoying yeah, working. I can
2: tell you what we're doing here. David works many nights a week making right. uh, good good money being a solo so artist do down we. here and yeah. a musician with several good. different bands. Yeah, well,
0: we're all blessed to keep busy down here. That's yeah, what absolutely. keeps us. On, the, yeah. the, the, the community of the, the music, the music community is great. The people down here are great. The weather's great. It's yeah. a great place to raise a family. Absolutely. So. What are you looking at? <laughs> A Couple months.
1: Mm. Oh, <laughs> folks, the big reveal!
3: That's it. That was wait. Your where's moment, my drums? The right there, uh, right. Uh, right behind
0: you. <laughs> well, that, that time of year to have something in the oven. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's all
3: I can
2: think about. So let's talk about where did Lisa go? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm familiar with the song because we
0: put it on an album. Yeah, like, yeah, we recorded ten together. years ago. Is he yes.
3: Talking about your girlfriend.
2: It isn't.
0: Are you talking about? My <laughs> At the time, no. But it, well, if, where if, did it, Lisa go? Because she's
2: with me now. So oh the, she, oh, there you go. <laughs>
0: no. it's, it's so funny because that song. Uh, uh, a good drummer friend, one of my best friends from high school, is a drummer. His name is Tony Belton, and uh, we were clowning around in my basement and I, writing songs. I hope. You know, oh, oh yeah, we, we we were in a band, <laughs> and we, and it was a band. Where we were mostly doing original stuff. Oh cool. Yeah, but the guitar player, my other. Friend Andre Dell, who wrote a lot of the songs on my first album. Oh, cool! Yeah, we we were all in that band together. But uh, he was messing, songs about songs about uh, you, and you and me. Yes, yeah, the first album, which is my, my which I'll put my, up on the
2: screen magically.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's my that's my original vocal album. Yes. which I'm I'm working on an original vocal album right now. Awesome. And I'll, so,
2: I'll be of help if you need me. You, I think you, Sarah you, would
0: too. You will be involved. You'll be involved. <laughs> yeah, I, I will I will accept and receive help from that. see
2: it's on camera so he has to now
0: yep obligated (laughs) wanted it to happen needed to happen okay where did lisa go yeah but uh that was a song that he came up with uh on an organ he i had like a little sears organ that had the push button chords on it oh Oh, funny! and all the push buttons were all were all major chords yep so so he would mess around with that and he he did that and he came up with this kind of ethereal goofy little lyric he came up with the lyric you know, we were all Prince fans back then. This is the '80s. This is like right. 1987. Sure. Or it something. does have
2: a very Prince
0: vibe yeah. to it. I you was know, thinking about that yesterday. Yeah, when so, I was so we were going it. with that thing, and we we overdubbed him playing an organ and him doing like a little light drum beat to it, and he came up with the words. And then I I that was the time when I kind of reharmonized what was going on on the, the little cheap oh. organ. So that was oh, that's why it's the funny. same chords
2: over and over, kind of.
0: Yeah, but but all all like I said, all all the buttons on there were major, so I changed them to minor just by changing by changing the bass notes. Minor. Yeah. Oh, that's
2: awesome.
0: So it kind of spawned from that, and that little dinky little. I had it on a cassette for the longest time because we did that in 1987, and when I decided to do my first record, I said, "Well, let me put this because I I just like the dinky little song." Yeah. So I just decided to just program a version of it and just kind of do my own little take on it. But it just it just turned out. You still have that tape. I still have that. cassette I would love to hear <laughs> that someday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I, that we played it, on I the still board. have, have that. a cassette player. I do. Yeah, I do. We can yeah. go to the yeah. pawn shop and get one. Yeah, no, I, I, I have. Perfect. I have one. Yes, you know, so I. I need to digitize it and send it over to you guys. But to hear that original version fun. would be kind of funny.
2: and visit our website at musicstudiolive.com there you'll find all of our social media links you're tuned into music studio live <laughs> well david i want to thank you for uh for being part of our show I, and I've making very music excited to be a part of it. yes you guys are <laughs> doing you. an
0: awesome job thank you for doing this show we uh, we uh, we need this well thank you
2: awesome we agree i I had to do it, so. Yeah. I don't <laughs> you know. had the stuff.
3: So. I,
0: I had the gear, yeah, I so. know,
3: yeah. Might I, as well.
2: I can play drums a little bit, so why not?
0: And it was fun playing with you guys. You guys did yeah, an amazing, uh, we did an amazing job of, you know, doing Tune. our own little take on these tunes, man. It's yeah, cool. yeah, we we triolized them, if yeah. that's even the word. It, it is now. It yep. is now. I understood it, so. All right, man, well, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys.
3: Miao, meow meow.